everybody. Welcome back to episode two. Brothers Geek. The Brothers Geek. Yeah, the, you gotta make sure We have to every week emphasize <laughs> the, that there is the definitive article, The Brothers Geek. Yeah. I'm Patrick. And I'm Chris. Welcome back, all two of you <laughs> who are listening at this very moment. Not this very moment because we're recording live, but are listening right now in the future. I'm talking to you in the future now. Oh, think about that. I'm your father. We're actually we're going through space and time. We are breaking the time space continuum. Because Einstein would have his brains fucked right now. <laughs> no, he'd probably just say we're really lame and then move on. Be like, you stupid sons of bitches. <laughs> I that sounds that sounds like him. I, I Albert Einstein. Oh <laughs> anyway. The alcohol We'll just we'll have we'll have a section for your impressions for future episodes. Future episodes. Yeah. But yeah, welcome back, everybody. We know that the audio was bad. We are fixing it. Trying. This, this moment, right now. Hopefully. We are fixing it. Maybe. Hopefully. Probably. So, um, so last week we ended with this, but we're going to start doing it at the beginning yeah. of the episode. What are we drinking this week, Chris? What are we drinking? Well, we've got ourselves some Woot Stout Woot from Stout. Uh, Stone Brewery, and uh, like ninety nine. Well, granted, I've tried a couple of they they do this Woot Stout every year, and uh, they've done it since like two thousand thirteen, and uh, it's really a great scout stout, very smooth. Um, but ninety nine percent of why we made sure to get this one <laughs> in was, particular. Uh, because on on the on the label this year, there's definitely the Star Wars themed uh, picture, right? You and text, the, yeah, text. And you got you got the uh, stone gargoyle on the background. He's definitely the Darth Vader of the whole thing here. Got the three kind of collaborators for it as Chewbacca and I guess Luke with a slingshot for some reason. Luke with a slingshot. And and then Will Wheaton. I mean, Will fucking Wheaton. The the actual <laughs> Will Wheaton as Han Solo. As Han Solo. So, so we made sure. It's a lot of nerdiness combined. It's a lot of nerdiness, but also very good beer. It is a very good beer. What it's, percentage is it, Chris? It is 13%. 13%. 13%. This will get you if yeah. you aren't ready for it. I mean, and it's a, it's, 20, it's a bomber. 22 ounces. 22 ounces of pure... Satisfaction <laughs> and exactly. nerdiness and nerdiness, beer and nerdiness. That's beer all we really nerdiness. want out of life. That's right. And it's funny because we have this this beer is Star Wars theme, but we have another one in the fridge that is modern times that we're not actually drinking right now. But it's gal, it's like galaxy. That's actually a descriptive term of it's the a, flavor. The descriptive term of the flavor of the <laughs> beer is galaxy. We've had it before. It's quite good. It's galaxy hops. It's actually. galaxy hops. That's Apparently, it, yeah. it's a thing. It's a thing. I don't know. They come. They the hops are also breaking the space time continuum. Are they? Yeah. Because mm -hmm. they're from the galaxy. <laughs> they had to travel light years to get to us. They're not outer space hops. Phone home. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> this is our ET themed podcast today, guys. No, it's not. No, it's not. All it's right. not. So, so uh, what? Let's let's talk about what we've been playing or watching or reading this past week. All right. Um, 
I haven't been playing a whole lot, actually. Not a whole lot of video games. Maybe a little No Man's Sky, but as much as we... To refer to last week. Yeah. As much as we defended it last week, um, I'm pretty pissed off that they just... The whole thing came out about them just deleting all of your finds. Yeah, so if you guys don't know, I saw this post on Reddit the other day, and I told Chris about it. So apparently, due to server issues, or the server being too loaded or something, the game uh, deletes all of your findings. Or it doesn't delete them, but basically, if you go back to a planet you visited before... And you have named stuff and discovered creatures and, you know, flora and outposts and all that and have renamed them. You go back to that same planet, I guess two weeks later was when these players went back. And they found that all of the things they've renamed were reset to what they were before and their discoveries erased. So now it's like... The multiplayer experience, whatever little of it there was, has now is now gone. Is completely gone. Is now useless. You could stumble upon a planet somebody already has discovered, and you would never know. You wouldn't know. And all of my innuendos and jokes go right out the window. Yeah, like, all yes, the it's all gone. All the penisauruses are gone. <laughs> <laughs> Satan's gooch might not be there anymore. My girlfriend named a flying eel Buttnug, and no one will no, know. No one will know that Buttnug existed. <laughs> Actually, it wouldn't be Satan's gooch, because they didn't allow gooch when I named that <laughs> desert planet. But they allowed uh, the devil's taint. So that plant, who knows if devil's taint still exists? Oh, God. I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't. It, doesn't. it probably doesn't anymore. It's, it's been two weeks. It's probably. gone. It's gone. So, yeah, that is kind of crappy. Yeah, it's it's hard to get. I you know I kind of like the relaxing part of it. I loved like discovering stuff and just the pure exploration. And uh, say what you will about it, it was it was nice to play. Not the greatest game of all time. Of no, course, but um, won't be game of the year. Yeah. Now, what? Fine, take that away. I don't know. Yeah, it bums me out. Yeah, because now it's like, well, other games can do just as well that whole like exploring relaxing thing and not even try to do the whole multiplayer experience but no man's sky was different because they did try to do that sort of name your own things and you know if you happen across it and yeah base building is coming but until that comes yeah i'm kind of kind of over it for right now yeah um it was just sad but i'll go back to it once base building true comes you know what i do want that I think comes out like today or tomorrow think about getting The Witcher 3's oh game of the year game of the year it comes out today yeah came I out today get it for the PS4 yeah cause so. well on PC we have all the uh, yeah I bought all the DLC I, I, I want I want on mine you want it on your yeah. personal yeah <laughs> of course no understandable I, which I still need to beat mostly because I'm in the middle of the story somewhere and I have no idea what's yeah. happening so I, it's like I'm gonna start over anyway yeah I know where I am at least in the story but yeah I need I need to beat that pretty sure I'm like Siri and I'm not doing well. So you're not doing out of, so basically like the whole game. <laughs> you're Siri and you're not doing well. No. You're being hunted down by this wild hunt sort of thing. No, it's not it's just regular dudes. Just I regular can't, I just guys. Can't do it. I can you can't. I can like blink in and out of reality. Nah, not good enough. This guy's drunk, he's wrecking me. <laughs> <laughs> he hits hard. Yeah. He hits hard. You wouldn't well, expect it. But well, yeah. 
What have you been playing? Because you've been playing more than me. Something. Yeah, so I've been playing Smite a lot. Every day, basically. I haven't played today, but... Nerd. I know. <laughs> well, it's because today I was doing something else, but um, which we'll get to. But yeah, I've been playing a lot of Smite, which is surprising to me, because I never pictured myself as a MOBA player... Which I don't know what MOBA stands for, multi online battle arena or something like that. But it's probably exactly what it stands for, and you looked it up before it started. <laughs> it's not exactly. I know battle arena. I think is for sure the BA, but um, which yeah. So I was very surprised, and it's not like League of Legends or Dota or Heroes of the Storm, which is like over like the top, and you have the three lanes. It's like a third person experience more like almost a third person shooter but not quite and there's different things than just like the classic MOBA three lanes there's the arena which is mostly what I play of just each team has 400 tickets and you are in just one big arena like a coliseum and there are minions that both teams have and it's 6v6 and every time a minion gets into a gate, then it takes away a ticket for the other team if they get all the way across. And the bigger minions are like three, and then there's this like siege minion that comes out that's ten. And then if you kill a player, that's like five, I think. It's um, a lot of numbers. Yeah, well, it doesn't really. Just make sure you're not dying a lot and clearing the enemy minions. But people are still really dumb and don't realize that you even in that you still need. Like, all of the classes, you can't have three mages on a team or you're going to get fucked. So, that's still frustrating. So, I'm I'm getting better at it, and I'm sort of finding my niche and sort of what class I prefer, which is mage. And you I'll, just said you can't have three mages. I know, you're but... You're part of the problem. No. <laughs> so, I wait to see before I lock into my god. And then if a mage is already taken, then I'll go guardian... Most likely, because I'm okay at Guardian, or a Hunter. But if Warrior or Assassin is needed, then I'm kind of boned, because I don't play those very often, so I'll go Warrior, most likely. But if an Assassin is needed, I'll probably just go Mage. (laughs) (laughs) And have two Mages. Don't give a shit! Yeah. Um, Because I would be better having a second Mage than me trying to figure out how to play an Assassin in Arena. And I would just get wrecked, because I've tried, and it's not pretty. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, I've been playing a lot of Smite um, but That's that's basically what I've been playing I haven't played much else I, I've tried playing a little bit of World of Warcraft Ugh. But it's hard because I'm just playing the free trial before I commit Which I'm probably not going to um, so I have to start at level 1, and it's only up until level 20, where if you commit, then you can, like, boost a character to, like, level 90 or whatever. Oh, and just have, like, go from there and just play the new stuff until, like, level 100. Um, Don't you want to start from the beginning? I mean, like I mean the whole experience? Yeah, so, and I know nothing of the story of World of Warcraft, or the lore behind it or anything, <laughs> so. I'm just like, yeah, undead, I'm an undead, um... Warlock named Spookius. <laughs> nice. And I'm like level seven or something, and it's like it's a it's classic. I mean, it was 
you know, that's sort of the father of all yeah. MMOs. So it's the classic grind, side quest of kill 17 boars and <laughs> whatever, you know. And But, so yeah, but, um, but yeah, that's what I've been playing. Yeah. Uh, what have you been watching? Watching any shows? Uh, not really. I haven't... <laughs> I'm, I'm apparently boring... I just, I'm just working. I'm writing. You're writing. So, so that's taking up, like, yeah. a lot of my free time. Um, and then, you know, Mr. Science Theater gets played in the background. I just watched uh, Jim Gaffigan's... They put some new... It's probably not even new at this point. But it's called Obsessed. It's, like, his new stand-up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on Netflix. That was pretty funny. Um, but uh, well, I'm just... It's basically Limbo... As I wait for football to start. Yeah. Yeah. Which we both had our drafts. We both had our drafts for fantasy. We were in the same league. I'm pretty happy about my team. I drafted first, so I can't complain too much about my Antonio Brown pickup. <laughs> um, hey, one of the top five fell to me. I was happy. I got, yeah, that I is surprising. Julio. Yeah, you got Julio, which, is, which has done very well for you. Yeah, last year I had him, and it was just wait till he played and see how much points I get. <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> basically. And then I know you were upset a lot though because he would get he would have this like seventy yard catch and then not be able to score the touchdown oh my God, or whatever. Right. Um, and they're just like, oh, tight end. <laughs> You're like, oh, damn it. Um, so yeah, but so during that draft, we watched half of Sicario muted. Yeah. Which, um, is, you know. which was cool. I kind of like. It was watch you know it. that I definitely want to watch because even muted as we were fairly inebriated, uh, not really under knowing what was happening at all. There was a couple scenes I was like, "Damn!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when uh, the road when they were on the freeway and all yeah. like stopped suddenly, like one car just got lit up. Dude. Yeah, and I was like, "What is happening?" <laughs> and then I actually saw a trailer for it came out like August twelfth because I was watching. I was catching up on Mr. Robot, so that's what I've been watching. Yeah. Uh, I caught up on Mr. Robot today, don't know what the hell is happening, like, I don't know what's real and not real at this point, <laughs> like, I don't want to spoil anything for you, because you want to watch it, that's but, true. like, it's, I I have no idea what's going on, but it's good, I know it's that, <laughs> I, know, <laughs> I know that much, um, but there was a trailer, uh, as I, like, forgot to, like, fast-forward through <laughs> some commercials, because I was like, oh, yeah, I could fast-forward. Um, there was a trailer for Hell or High Water, which was from those writers. Oh, um, yeah, from the same, yeah, yeah. writers, that's right. I, I rem- thought like, I saw something. Captain about Kirk is in it. <laughs> like, Chris Pike or whatever. Pine. Chris Pine. Chris Pike. That's, like, the... <laughs> that's the captain, the old captain of the, yeah. Chris Pine. You're inceptioning your geekiness. I know. Oops. Um, so yeah, so watching Mr. Robot, and been watching um, uh, Friday Night Lights on Netflix. Good show. Good show. You're like, how many years behind on that show? A lot of years behind <laughs> on that show, but it's great. Um, I'm on season four now. So Yeah, so um, been binging on that. It's great. And it was weird because our friend Keenan, um, which is a white guy, by the way. Um, I mean, I don't want uh, alcohol. Um, 
well, you hear that name, you know, and you're the racist one for thinking it was automatically a black guy, loose listener. So ha. I don't think anyone thought that at all, and no one's listening to this. Now they roll. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, oh, that's my favorite show, and so I was like, oh, yeah, sweet, it's really good, and uh, like all these people that like don't like I talk to like with TV about. And I'm like, man, they don't watch anything that I watch, like Game of Thrones or whatever. And they're like, oh yeah, like Friday Night Lights, so good. I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. We could like talk about TV now, finally. <laughs> so yeah, I've been watching that and Mr. Robot, and it's been great. Nice, been nice. Great. Yeah. No movies really, besides half of Sicario muted. <laughs> um, we still have yet to watch Star Trek Beyond. We have. Oh yeah, it's, that's true. And I've heard good things about it. I know. Considering how much I like Star Trek, I, I'm ashamed, really. You should be. I am. You know what it is? No Benedict. No Benedict. <laughs> that... that. That's, that's, that's what it comes down to. I oh, had him. Good. He's gone. What are you going to do? Hey, you don't know. That's He's still in that tube. Hey, spoilers, man. I, I don't know. I didn't see it. <laughs> I didn't see it. Really? You didn't see the the second one? No, I've seen the second oh, one. That's what I'm talking about. Spoilers oh, spoilers for, like for the second ago. one. <laughs> yeah, uh, true. Sorry. We'll just wait for that one to come out. DVD? Yeah. 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 There's no real... I mean, besides Rogue One, everything else this year is... I'm not, yeah. I don't really care. Maybe, maybe that's a good segue right there. That's yeah. what we're hyped about. That's what we're hyped about. And as you can see on the title that I am creating right now in my head... Uh, All Aboard the Hype Train is the title of this episode now. That is what I have decided this very moment. Can I veto that? Sure, what, what, yeah. Okay, veto. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't say I had a a suggestion. (laughs) You just wanted the veto. I just wanted the veto. Veto. (laughs) Um, So go through, like, some kind of committee? Yeah. A committee of one person. We're gonna have to talk to higher powers about it. Checks and balances, it's a whole deal. Oh my god. Um, so yeah, so this week uh, we are talking about hype. So kind of bouncing off last week's discussion of reviews, we kind of thought of, hey, a good topic this week might be uh, hype and people's expectations that come from hype and expectations versus reality and how hype sort of distorts that. Yeah, and it affects reviews, it affects, like, affects your reviews, opinion of something. It affects your experience when you play it. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, for the most part, I think I thought of, like, this kind of theme because I've been watching, like, a pretty embarrassing amount of, like, where does the new Zelda fit in the timeline? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's an embarrassing amount for that. <laughs> no, there is, and I reached it. <laughs> You're just like sitting like on the computer at like two o'clock in the morning, like just one more. <laughs> You're like old decrepit like finger. Did you watch me? <laughs> <laughs> Were you spying? So, um, I guess that that would be good to talk about. What are we excited about? And then we could talk about yeah. how wrong it is to be this excited about anything. Right. Well, well, have you figured out where the new Zelda fits in the timeline? Um, absolutely. Not at all. <laughs> Considering it hasn't come out yet. Um, there's a lot of, like... Speculation. Basically, there's really good videos about 
any point at all, <laughs> pretty much after Ocarina of Time. Right. So, so for those who don't know, because anyone who doesn't know the timeline that's listening to this is, I don't know where they came from, but... <laughs> Very confused, though. There's <laughs> a Zelda timeline? They're lost in the internet somewhere, and they found this podcast, and they, for whatever, listened for the first half an hour of it. But, uh, so, in the Zelda timeline, after Ocarina of Time on N64, the greatest console of all time. Greatest console. Um, there was a split, basically, where there's a timeline that follows Link in the, the world that he returns to after the adventure as he becomes a child again. Then there's the world that he saved but it's kind of messed up because, like, Ganon still, like, wrecked a lot of crap. Yeah. But he beat him, and then he got sent back, so there's no more hero time. He right. got sent back to being a child. And then that hero time, like, that adult timeline keeps going, and I guess they rebuild. You know? Yeah. And probably had some propaganda campaigns after that or something. And then um, make Hyrule great again. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Zelda wants you. <laughs> then there's a um, an awful timeline I hate, which is if you just died. If yeah, if you died, like, if Link just didn't you know, like GG. Yeah. Like, so, and uh, there's a lot of good theories about either th- any of those. Um, I like I liked one that talked about the defeated timeline. Uh, being this kind of realm where they just threw a lot of the older games in because they didn't have a plan for them. And they're like, well, these don't fit anywhere. So, uh, <laughs> defeated timeline. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I, I appreciate that. I don't think they'll go back to right. that so, like, and Link, add to it. So like Link to the Past and like yeah. Oracle of Seasons. Not to say that there's bad games yeah. in there. Um, like Oracle of Seasons and all those But ones. like all the ones that, yeah, they just they don't seem to have any kind of place at all. Like the original Zelda game and stuff like that. Uh, just kind of thrown over there because they didn't they didn't know what to do with it. They couldn't work it in. Right. Um, then there's the child. I well, we'll talk about the adult one first. The adult one like turns into Wind Waker, and then uh, we both played Wind Waker, and you know like <laughs> spoiler alert, Ganondorf dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, he gets stabbed like in the head with the Master Sword. And yeah. He turns to stone. But this, the ocean, they, they seal Hyrule yeah. underneath, and yeah. then the ocean's still there, and apparently, like, the, the console, the handheld games that came out after, they go and find some other land to yeah, start like a new Fan- Hyrule Phantom or something. Hourglass and... So I guess, like... Spirit Tracks. And to me, I, I haven't played those, like, last couple of games, but to me, that sounds like that kind of completed. Like, they went and found a new Hyrule, that and That timeline's nice. completed, yeah. Yeah, and... It, it, and it's not the new Hyrule because you have the Temple of Time still and the Hyrule mm. Castle that we all know and love and all the, especially the geographical landmarks that you can't duplicate somewhere yeah. else. Um, so I kind of not thinking it's that either, even though there's like some pretty good evidence that might be right after Wind Waker and like the sea drained or something like that. Magic. Yeah. Magic Cause, happened. Because science. Because video games. <laughs> and uh, so the child timelines when I think he gets stuck in there. Um, and I think it's like way in the future. You know? Like, that's it's, like it's Twilight Princess. That's, Twilight that's Princess, like Twilight right? That's like Majora's Mask. Twilight Princess. And then Twilight Princess. And then uh, like, was it Four Swords Adventures or something? Four Swords know, and something Minish like Cap. That. Yeah. No, Minish Cap was like before. That was like oh. before Ocarina of Time. Okay. Um. But uh, I, I think it's, like, way down the line that way. Um, because I, I just don't want, think they want to be hindered by anything. And uh, 
I think what they should do is they should start like a series where it's the same link. Because go back to Ocarina of Time, it transitions to Majora's Mask. That's the same link. That's the same link, yeah. And I was the the one of the biggest problems I had with Wind Waker was like, what the hell? This isn't the <laughs> I, same guy. What, what happened? Yeah, I want to know who was he looking for. Was it Navi? Was it what? what like, come on, was man. It or Navi? Was like, it? I want to know what happens. Yeah, was it just a big symbolism for? Oh, well, he's life dead. That whole game, dead. Like, yeah. I, I don't. Just tell me what happened. But they just went off in this totally different direction, and it was a bummer because I think if they just did a few games where it was the same link, you could have like the classic Zelda story in the first one, but you could really branch out and do other things. Like Majora's Mask was really weird and different, and I appreciate that. Um, well, yeah, like because thinking about it, well, because in the trailers and stuff, you like wake up, from, yeah, and you get like, a, what, what if the Majora's Mask Link has been asleep this whole time? It's definitely a theory out there. Yeah, yeah, that. But the problem is, <clears throat> he's right-handed in this game. Uh it yeah. kind of ruins a lot. Um, the whole right hand, left hand. But I guess you know, ever since because they, when, they could just say, eh. <laughs> when, when Twilight Princess came out on the Wii and you had to select your hand, that's when it messed everything up. It messed everything motion up. Motion controls messed up everything. Messed it, even though there is no motion controls in this one, and the reasoning for making him right hand is really dumb, because, like, the sword, like, abilities are on the right side of the controller. They've always been on the right side of the control. Yeah. So, I don't know. But, uh, that's where I, I, I think it fits in, and, um... And, P- and PC gamers are like... Well, left click is always attack with your right hand. Yeah, exactly. So, like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, whatever. Um, and maybe they just did it for that ease, and they'll just still make it the Hero of Time still. Or yeah. Just I don't know. But, you know, plot if, hole. if Majora's Mask is about him, like, dying, maybe, like, you winning at the end is him, like, fighting for life, and then he wakes up a hundred years later, you know, like, <laughs> whoa. Or, or gets reincarnated. Yeah, right? It yeah. doesn't matter. He does get reincarnated, because the spirit of uh, the hero. The spirit of courage. Yeah, or whatever. whatever. So, Some see, see, look at how heavy and how fast this hype train is moving <laughs> for me in the Zelda series. That's true. Yeah, because I just asked the question, where is it on the timeline? And then you've gone into this whole... I told you I watched too much of those videos! <laughs> God! We've been talking about this for like ten minutes. I know! <laughs> it might as well be our topic! <laughs> Zelda? One of the, maybe one day. When it comes out. Yeah. Um, and don't ask me about Mass Effect 4, because I have just as many theories. <laughs> well, because, well, we are talking about, first, what we are hyped for. So Zelda's one for and, you. And Andromeda's and Andromeda the other. is one for and me as well. pretty much coming out around the same time, I think. And, yeah, uh, supposed, supposed to. Oh, man. I just... Which I'm also hyped for Andromeda. I'm, I'm also excited for Zelda, but not as excited. Um... But it's going to be sweet. But yeah, Andromeda, I'm really looking forward to. Yeah. I mean, it looks like they kind of go in a new direction. and I'm hoping it's about, like, really establishing a colony in Andromeda. And it's like you're the last, what you think is the last hope of humanity. Yeah. Because you don't know how you don't things know how played how out. Mass Effect 3 ends. And on, on, on all honesty, we don't know how it's That's true. <laughs> We're right there with the main character. <laughs> Uh, there's a million theories about that too one of which is correct <laughs> um, but I'm really looking forward to uh, seeing how they kind of incorporate a new completely new galaxy as we are the aliens you know yeah with and, new species uh, and it's almost which like there's like a kind of it looks like uh, from the trailer 
Uh, it looked like a um, God. I'm I'm blanking on the species name. The blue people. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, there's definitely a sorry, and there's definitely Krogan because they come with you. Right. You know, because that's that's again my theory is you get you there was some technology they found or made or discovered as Plan B because Reapers are wrecking. Yeah. And they just shot themselves over. Like, they developed a way to shoot across black space and made it to the Andromeda Galaxy. And it was just, like, the last of the major species, like, clinging on to their, you know, culture. Right. So you're trying to... You're part of the human division, and you're trying to kind of get your colony set up and maybe a new Earth somewhere. All the while, you're still trying to be have good relations with these other species you know while discovering brand new ones and i think they'll take a lot of like inquisition like uh, gameplay and like format in terms of like you're making your alliances base, yeah and, and your alliance and every action you do affects your like if you make one alliance you can't make another yeah, one yeah exactly i think they'll take that mechanic which is great <laughs> yeah that yeah it was a good mechanic because if you side with the mages in Inquisition, you can't side with the Templars yeah, and that yeah. kind of stuff. Which so I sided with the mages because I was a mage. So well, every I mean, you side with the mages because you fight for freedom. <laughs> <laughs> Who sides with those dickhead Templars? <laughs> Jerks. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So example of hype. There you go. Hype for sure. I mean, when that trailer first came out, and it's Jane Shepard talking on like the recording and i was just like them ship yeah i was like oh my god (laughs) this is gonna be so good and that was like three years ago (laughs) still have to wait well i guarantee you we won't know anything else until like november 7th and it's n7 day or whatever yeah yeah so but see, there I go. Here we look at look at this. We talked about two games we know barely anything about for twenty minutes. Yeah, and that is hype. That's to hype. An extreme to the point where we have all these expectations. We are already telling our opinions of how we think the story is going to play out, how we think the characters are going to be, where we think it fits in the greater overall like series. We have all these, like, expectations going into it, and really, don't you think that you should pretty much be a blank slate? Like, that would be the best approach to any game. Yeah. That's where we, I have, like, come into a game and fallen in love with something that I might not have if I had other expectations. Like, uh, Uncharted. I had no idea what to expect from that game. Right. And by the end of it, I was like, oh my god. (laughs) Nazi zombies. (laughs) So... Really, what we need to be doing is trying to downplay. Yeah, they, yeah, because we buy into what developers do very well, which is developers know, hey, get them on that hype train, because then they'll buy our game. Yeah, it doesn't matter if our game is good or not, because they still bought it, and we the, still get the it's money. It's the hook. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's true. They we bought it, they get their money. That's all. The, that's all that matters. Yeah, which leads to a whole another discussion of like how how much something made versus how good it really was but that's (laughs) yeah that's another day yeah and it's the the hype train goes faster and harder when it's a next game in a series that you love yeah so for no man's sky the hype train was there but it was like a little caboose you know it wasn't there was a lot of talk about it before it came out 
I mean, did you read those For articles? me personally. Well, okay. But did you read those articles where, like, they had to delay it a little bit, and, and the people player base were, like, sending death threats to the development team? Like, what the hell? Yeah. I mean, at that point, I don't even know what to believe from, like, all the reviews and stuff. I mean, you're the same guys that sent death threats to these people. <laughs> like, True. But, um, so, yeah, so, like, when it's a Mass Effect... Andromeda coming out, a series that we both love. Yeah, that hype train is going to be rolling and rolling hard, and we're going to be looking up videos on, yeah, you know, theories and stuff like that. But when it's a game, for example, like um, uh, Advent Horizons, or not what Advent is Horizons, <laughs> Horizons, whatever that's called, Horizons Zero Dawn, Zero Dawn, Horizons. Yeah. Advent Horizons. Advent. That's like a show or something, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. We talking about like church or like a movie? <laughs> it's like a movie or something. Anyway, but Horizon Zero Down of like a game that looks fucking dope. Like the trailer and the gameplay stuff like looks cool as shit. Like a uh, cyborg dinosaurs. Like yeah. those things look sweet. So like the the excitement and hype train is there. But, like, I don't really know what to expect of the game. That's true. Because it's a new game and a new franchise, which gets me excited in of itself because it's something new. Right. Um, so it's different when you have an expectation of, like, what the gameplay looks like and what yes. the box they've already set up looks like. Yes. And, like, I see, like, oh, man, like, this world looks cool. Like, this new world looks awesome. And you're, like, some sweet, like, badass barbarian chick... And, like, riding on, like, cyborg raptors. Like, <laughs> freaking sweet. Um, but they, those developers know, like, they still need to get that hype train rolling. And so they post it out, like, in front of a GameStop in, I don't know what city, but, like, they had, like, a cyborg, like, dinosaur, like, life-size sort of Dang. thing, like, set up. And it was scaring all these children. Nice. Um, which I was like, yes, I'd buy that game because it scared children. <laughs> Um, so yeah, but, like, there's games, like, which this is a whole, like, another topic of, like, remastering, but, like, Bioshock Collection is coming out soon, Skyrim... But you know what to expect. Skyrim Remastered is coming out soon. You know what to expect. So, like, I That's play different. those games. Yeah. And, like, but, like, it's it's literally the same game, though. Yeah, it's just better graphics. Just better graphics, and people will buy it. But... I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> I think the game that... We should talk about the most, which is funny because neither of us has beaten the spiritual predecessors of this game. But Last Guardian is coming out October fifteenth or to- October twenty fifth. Played the spiritual predecessors at all? Let yeah, beat I've played them, but I haven't beaten them. Um, which this game has been supposed to come out on PS three years ago. Yeah. And a lot of people bought a PS3 because of this game that never came out for PS3. That sucks. Yeah. So, <laughs> because the other two games, Ico and Shadow of the Colossus, were PS2. And they eventually came out with a remastered PlayStation 3 collection of those games. But Last Guardian never came out for PS3. And now, finally, this E3, they revealed, like, the trailer, and, like, yes, it's coming out October 25th, supposedly, uh, this year. And for the people that love those games, 
that's all they've been talking about. It's like, yes, finally I'm going to buy a, like, a PS4 because they've been holding out for a game or whatever. And like, yeah, I'm going to buy a PS4 now. Or like, finally I'm going to get my money's worth, blah, 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 out of a PS4. But, you... but they've been playing it this whole time. Yeah. Um, One game is not getting your money's worth. No, but... But people are going to be, I think, highly disappointed about that game. There's going to... It's going to probably get on Metacritic like a 70-something. And it's not going to get... Unless... Unless it is really actually very amazing and like super good. Well, it'll probably get decent enough critic reviews, but the fan base is going to hate it. Yeah. Because this hype train has been rolling for like (laughs) a decade? I don't know. Like... Well, that, I mean, that's like, that's like Mass Effect Andromeda. No matter how good it is, people are going to hate it. Yeah. I mean, hate it. Because you have their expectations and hype going into it. That was like the end of Mass Effect 3. Right. You know, it has to be a certain way, or it has to be different in some way. And what they got was very surface level. Well, again, we should just have a podcast completely about our ideas of the ending of Mass Effect 3. But. We should. Um. And 7th, November 7th. November 7th, let's do it. But um, people went in thinking like the, end, the ending should be a certain way. And when they didn't get that, it was like, oh, it's horrible and the game sucks. And I, oh my god, they ruined Mass Effect. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> what? Like the last 15 minutes didn't ruin the entire series. Yeah. And like those trailers, which were fucking dope, of like, take Earth back. Like those trailers... And those yeah. commercials are like, everyone would be like, yeah, like, we're gonna go back to Earth, and like, we're gonna wreck the Reapers, like, ish, and like, have this huge battle, and like, with a, like, we're gonna be shooting at a ship, like, or whatever, like, cause it is a Reaper, just like, ah, like, taking this <laughs> down, and like, we're gonna, like, walk out of, like, this rubble with, like, a boss, like, kinda like the end of the first one, like, when we walked out, like, a boss out of the rubble after defeating Saren, and, like, when the ceiling fell on him yeah. or whatever. They're like, well, it's gonna be sick, and then what you, what you got was, like, but this is stupid. But. But it was awesome. What you got was kind of that. Yeah, because you, you do. Because you go in, and by the way, when you jump out of the relay, and, like, the huge amount of ships are, like, flying towards Earth, it's probably one of the, my favorite moments in any video game ever. It is the, the sweet music. So <laughs> epic. And maybe the best sci-fi, like, battle ever. <gasps> I just said that. What? <laughs> not, not, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, nothing beats the Battle of Hoth. But, yeah. um, it was just so unbelievably awesome. And I remember, the, I had already heard about people complaining about the end, and I'm like, this is kind of, we've got to be towards the end here. What is wrong with this? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you, you go in, and at surface level, you fight. It's brutal. You blow up the Reapers. And the end, everyone, well, not everyone lives. I mean, depending on your choices. But yeah. uh, different things happen. Um, similar things. But at the end, it's victorious, and we took back Earth, and, um, you know, Buzz Aldrin's talking at the end. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> But that it is technically a part of those expectations, and it's just funny. It's so specific. They had certain people had certain images of what that ending would be. That what they got is just, even though it was basically along those same lines, that it, they they're pissed. I mean, livid. It's probably besides Last of Us, 
It's probably the video game that has gotten the biggest emotional response from. Because, like, Last of Us is just brutal. <laughs> like, from beginning to end. Oh, she's not gonna die. She's, she's not she's gonna on die. the cover. <laughs> yeah, so, quick story. When I was first playing Last of Us, we were playing. I was playing the first, like, ten minutes or whatever, when you're Joel, and it's when the outbreak is first happening. And... Uh, you're running with your daughter and you're trying to get to safety and there's that soldier and he shoots at you and he like shoots your daughter and she dies. And Chris over here was like, oh, she's gonna be fine. She's not dead. Like she's on the cover, not like realizing that Ellie was a completely different character. And like she dies and I'm just like over here like crying (laughs) and like, is she fine, Chris? Is she fine? (laughs) I'm so sorry! <laughs> so, and then just beginning to end, because then you meet Ellie and you're like, no, like, I gotta do everything for this girl. She's like my new daughter. And, like, the ending of that game, and you're, like, going through the hospital and just, like, shooting these innocent-ass, like, doctors and stuff. Which but, you don't have to shoot. Which you don't have to shoot, but, like... Monster! But, like, everybody always shoots them. And I, like, saw someone tweet, like, oh, I played Last of Us again. And, like, didn't shoot any of the doctors. And I remember the first time I played that game, like, I shot everyone. Just because, like, you're not taking my daughter! <laughs> like, just, like, and they're just, like, cowering in the corner. Like, <laughs> blah, blah! <laughs> and it's just, like, and you're like, oh, my God! And then you walk off together, like, at the end. And it's like, oh. And, like, Mass Effect, especially the ending, but, like, that whole game. Because you're like, oh, I gotta get all these... Enemies to not be enemies, like the Krogan and Solarian. It was and like, no. The most emotional part is uh, Morden. Yeah, and like when Morden's like singing the oh my god song or whatever, and he <laughs> blows up. And if you make that choice, yeah, I mean you got to do a certain path to get there. Yeah, um, um, but oh my god. But I think one of the biggest for me was at the end when they're all standing in front of the wall. Oh, yeah. Of, like, fallen soldiers, and they're, like, putting Shepard's name up there. But then you see Legion's name on it, uh, if you choose the destroy yeah, ending, yeah. because the destroy is, like, it destroys all sort of right. Reaper and Geth, because the Geth are, all, like... like, cybernetics at yeah, all. Yeah, so all like, AI. Yeah. Um, so, like, Edie and Legion's name are yeah. on there, and you're like, oh my god, like, Legion and Evie, like, oh, it's just, like, so, like, sad. Well, Legion, like, sacrificed himself so that the Geth could have, yeah. like, you know, Peace. free thought yeah. for me. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You could make that choice, too. Yeah, I did that, too. Did you do it where, like, Tally dies, though? No! Because you can make it so that, like, you do that, but you don't have a good enough, like, you... Some oh, so she's like so she's like against it, and like you have to like oh my god, like put her down basically. Oh, all the endings like, are the same. Shut up, everybody. <laughs> god, you fuck. So yeah, like Tally can die, and yeah, it's like crazy. Um, but yeah, so like that was like oh my god, like I remember you, like I'll never forget. <laughs> As they're putting like the main character's nameplate on. <laughs> It's with you up there. <laughs> yeah. I'll for, never forget you guys. Uh, and then, like, if you do the you know best ending, you're still alive. Mate, no. You are. You just no. You're not indoctrinated. You're not. Indoctrinated. Oh, yeah. that's all. That's another thing. But you get the brief. Yeah. The breath ending. Yeah. Um. 
But yeah, and then there's like games like Red Dead 2, emotional, where you just get yeah. lit. Yeah. And then you like are Jack and get to avenge your dad. That was We're just spoiling cool. all these games. These games have been out for so long. Like, if you haven't played them, just, just play them and like <laughs> sorry. Just in the description when we start this thing, as you're in the description, just spoilers spoiler, for these games. Spoiler for Red Dead Mass Effect. Last of Us, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Ocarina so, of Time. Ocarina of Time. <laughs> um, but going back to the. Hansel Little Dies. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> going back to the hype, though. Yeah. All of these emotions that we have in these video games, like, that's really what we're, we want out of, out of new video games. And we have our expectations of how we're going to get those emotions. And I think that ruins our ability to have those emotions sometimes. Because we, we're like, I'm, this is going to happen and this is going to play out a certain way. And oh my god, I can't believe... We almost even start thinking like, I can't believe this is happening because we already have the expectation there. Yeah. And if we do that, then then it kind of ruins like the emotional element of it. Um, because you're, you're playing the game not to experience the game itself and the story and the characters. You're playing the game to see if you're right. And that's a totally different way... To play a video game. And usually, that sets you up for failure. Because if you're right, you're going to be like, oh, well, I guessed it. Yeah. <laughs> and it feels good for a second, and then you're like, well, that wasn't a Saw game. that coming. Yeah, exactly. So predictable. If, if you're wrong, if 99% of the time it's going to be something that you don't agree with, so it's going to be like, that's stupid. Yeah. You might get that. It's not every time. It's not... Across the board, you might get that time where you're like, "I did." Oh my god! Did not expect like, that one. Yeah, but um, but I think we should be approaching like new games without that hype in there. I think a lot of the problems is the developers too. Like you said, you watched that Mass Effect trailer like two years ago. We've been expecting this game for years. Yeah, like just is it coming out in like six months? Okay, start talking about it. Like, yeah, that's another problem too. Is developers reveal these new games way before they have to or should. Yeah. And they don't even know exactly where the game's going. Like, gameplay-wise. Maybe story-wise, but gameplay-wise, a lot of things change. And if you reveal it so soon, some major gameplay elements that you're excited about aren't there. Or, or, like, formed into something else. Like, one of... A good example is Inquisition. When and I love oh, yeah, and yeah. I love Inquisition, but one of the things they they were talking about like years before they ever released it again, I, I it must be a Bioware thing where they just Bioware's release good. it so early, you know, which you know I love Bioware, but damn dude, like yeah, take a breather and just yeah. wait. Um, but you in the game you can take over fortresses mm-hmm. and like make them a part of your Inquisition. Well, originally you could actually set up those fortresses to be different types of, like, resources for your Inquisition. So you could set one up to be, like, a military base. You could set one up to be, like, a trade center in commerce. You could set one up to be, like, a spy, like, training ground. And you can have, like, these assassins get trained and everything. And so you could actually, like, kind of tilt your Inquisition one way or another. And some of those elements were there on the map by the end of it. But you always had, like, those three choices. The way they were presenting it at first was, like, you're going to, like, actually push your Inquisition 
one of like three or four ways in in terms of how it was going to be run. And I was like, ah, that's sick. Not only am I developing my character to yeah. be like a certain class, but my entire like group of people I'm Yeah, I'm a, am I trying to breed like a warrior? Like the Inquisition's going to just take everything over by force? Or yeah. is it going to be like subterfuge? Or is it going to be like... Political. Political. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was really looking forward to like pushing my game, like my Inquisition in a certain direction. And I there was nothing that said that that wasn't going to be there by the time it came out. So yeah. when I started it, I was like... Where's I, this? I took over yeah. my first fortress, and I'm like, there's people that just showed up in my fort. Are you training, or what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Where's the part where I can decide what you do? And then, you know, I started realizing, well, it's on the map, I guess, but uh, it was yeah. just different than I expected, and I got over it. But, uh, uh, you know, it, it's just a gameplay element that got phased out, that they didn't go down that path, and it's not necessarily wrong for them to do, it's just they, they were released that information so early that I was like, oh my god, this is going to happen. And they were like, oh no. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A developer that does the revealing well, or or did with their past game, was Bethesda with Fallout 4. They like showed the trailer, and they are like, yep, yeah, it's coming out this year. Oh. And, <laughs> and you're like, oh, dope! But that game sucked. <laughs> In my opinion. I, I haven't played nearly as much as that as I played Skyrim or even Fallout 3. So, like, the hype for that game was real, and there wasn't a very long waiting period where that hype could sort of, like, grow and grow and grow. I was like, yeah, they re- revealed it, it's coming out the end of this year, I got it, and then every five seconds this black guy is telling me that another freaking outpost <laughs> needs my help. And it's like, what? I'm sick of doing this. Why does this race matter? Because that's the character, I'm not... <laughs> Not, uh, I don't know. Thirteen <laughs> oh. percent. Um, but like, so yeah, like every like five minutes, every time I go back to my main base, like this character is telling me that another, and I'm just trying to like get on with it. But I'm the type of player, and a lot of people are the type of players. Like, I want to do everything. So man, I got this new side quest. I gotta go do it. You know, which like you don't have to. So there's like. Too much content. Yeah, there was, like, too much. <laughs> so, as opposed to, like, No Man's Sky. So, you yeah. gotta find the mean. You gotta find the middle ground. Because yeah. you put too much in a game, you get lost in the swirl of, like, oh, man. abyss yeah, of yeah. side quests. If you don't put enough in there, you're just standing around shooting rocks. Yep. <laughs> and then I just go back to playing games like Smite or Overwatch, where it's just, like, competitive, like yeah. strictly competitive yeah. games, or you just you know, first-person shooters, which is, like, fine when I, like, want those. But, yeah, I want... I haven't played a game, I feel like, in a very long time where I was like, man, this story is great. Like, I'm really immersed with these characters, and, like, I love the character development. And Witcher, I, probably. Witcher was the, is the last thing which I still haven't even beaten. Yeah. Which is saying something. Well, that game is huge, too. But because of the way they break it up of, like, all right, you go... This starting area, you do everything there, you go to this area, do everything there, and then you'll go to, like, this area. Well, and... the, the problem for me was the starting area was awesome, and I love the storyline. You get out of the starting area, and you're like, oh, everything kills me. <laughs> yeah. and, and it's hard to find, like, stuff at your level, because it's just splattered all over the map. Yeah. There's not, like, this region's a it's little not bit scaled, easier, yeah. or that area's a, It's just, like, 
there's a level like 35, you know, Quest. Noon Wraith floating yeah. around over there. Or I can go over here and there's a level 4 bandit group. Like, how the Like, right next to each other. Yeah. And you get these, like, contracts, which are contracts, and one of them will be level 12, and then the other one will be level 37. And yeah, you're like, exactly. Okay. Well, I can't wait to get to that, you know? Like, but I guess some of that goes into my expectation for an RPG is that it's going to be. It's progressive. Gonna hold, it's going to hold my hand a little bit. Yeah, and it'll be progressive. But not too much. Yeah. <laughs> so again, it comes back down to like what we think the game's going to be. I mean, how how what were your expectations for Fallout Four? My my expectations for Fallout Four was that like one, um, the dialogue system is not like Fallout Three at all, or like. Depending on your intelligence intelligence or strength, you'll open up different dialogue options. Sort of like a Knights of the Old Republic, perhaps, if you yeah. have certain traits higher, then you can say certain things. And yeah, I loved that your main character was voice acted, but the dialogue was very dumbified. Well, that's the problem with voice acting. I love it, too, when it's done yeah. really well. Like, uh... I feel like Inquisition, they did, it's very fluid, mm-hmm. very natural. But you can't but have as many dialogue Exactly, options. you can't, I mean, look at Dragon Age Origins, you got like seven options for to yeah. say after each thing, and now it's three. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Sometimes it's five, but mostly three. Yeah. And the same thing with Dragon Age 2. Yeah. Um, worse, even. Worse, even. They expanded upon it, at least. Yeah. So, like, ah, oh, man, I was kind of, like, bummed about that. And just, like, the story, because the first one, you're looking for your dad, or Fallout, I shouldn't say the first one, Fallout 3, you're looking for your dad, and then you find out he was part of this whole sort of project to, you know, for fresh water in the wasteland to sort of revitalize and make the wasteland green again, or whatever. Make make the wasteland green again. Yeah. And Fallout 4, you're looking for your kid after you've been frozen for, like, 200 years. Yeah. Um... And then there's this whole, like, it, like, the institutes, the, I don't know, the story just didn't quite captivate me as much. That's interesting, because I feel like the story captivated me more with Fallout 4 than it did with Fallout 3. Which, I, yeah. Because I feel like Fallout 3 was more like, there you go, good luck, and Fallout 4 had a little bit more breadcrumbs to help you along the way. Yeah. Which, I don't know, I kind of... Maybe I'm a dumb player? No, <laughs> Is I mean, that I, what I'm realizing? Of, yeah, Is that I, mean, why? I kind of appreciated <laughs> that in Fallout 3, you kind of exit the vault and you're like... Oh, there's a sign that's pointing me to this town megaton. I guess I'll go there, you know. Or, but you you can totally not. Like, you, no, you yeah. don't want to. But, like, Fallout 4, you kind of are forced to, like... Oh, here I am, and I'm right next to my old town. Yeah. So, like, that's sort of where everything starts. But, I but mean... I, I, like, I like having that, like... That little area that I could always go back to. It's always, it's always safe. I do like... <laughs> it's always safe for I me. I do like the base building. And Fallout 4, and all the customization you can have within it. Like, you can build your own town. structures yeah. and town and stuff. But there are a lot of outposts that you have to, like, manage, and it, it just becomes micromanaging. Well, and... just don't make as many outposts. But this black guy keeps telling me! <laughs> uh. I gotta do it! Or else people are gonna be mad! And I can't stand that. <laughs> but the follower system was a lot better in Fallout 4. But I don't know. I I, don't, I just... Maybe the game is... You can't save everyone. 
And when you do, you wear yourself dead. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's I'll, all I'll play it again. Maybe I'll go back. It's all about it. expectations. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So, I just, I just hope the new Elder Scrolls isn't bad. That's, <laughs> that's all I want. That and I'm hyped for a game that hasn't even been announced yet. Elder, Elder Scrolls Six. Which who they knows? didn't. I thought they did announce it. No, that's Elder Scrolls Legend. That's a card game, which is fun. Gay. It's fun. Um, um, but yeah, speaking of card games, I'm hyped for that Gwent standalone oh game. God. Here we go. <laughs> it's gonna be so good. Um, but yeah, I mean, hype. The hype is real, and the hype can hurt. You the know? hype can ruin the hype an can entire ruin game. An entire game. Sometimes the entire game series, apparently. Apparently. Um, Goes for movies. Goes for all it genres. For, it goes for movies too. Yeah, for sure. Because um, the hype was real for Phantom Menace, and oh look, my god, look how that turned out. You know, but the hype was real for Force Awakens. But it, it was, was awesome. But it was good. Um. So yeah. So it's not all on the hype's part because a, a game no. can be objectively bad when there was a lot of hype or a movie can be objectively bad when there's a lot of right. excitement but sometimes a game is perfectly fine or a movie is perfectly fine but your excitement or your expectations were so high yeah that of course not every game or every movie is perfect so you see those imperfections and go sucked yeah know, it's not worth it. It's impossible to do. But the best way to approach going into to play a game, a movie, read a book, watch a TV show that you love for the first three seasons, whatever, is to just go in without that expectation. Just go in to enjoy what are these characters going to do, where is this storyline going to go, how is this going to like affect everything around them. You just need to go in as neutral as possible. Yeah. You can't do that. Yeah. But... If you did, if you went to that point, I think a lot more would be enjoyable. Yeah. And, and there's there's a way, there are ways to do that as best as you can. So not looking at reviews yeah. or Rotten Tomatoes or whatever before going to see a right. movie or purchasing a game. Um, and we talked about this last week. Like the only way, real way you can know is if you like experience it yourself. Um but yeah, there, there is there is always going to be that. Um, it's not always going to be objective. You are coming with everything in life with a lens. Yeah. Uh, so you know, it's oh, there's always going to be that. There's going to be nostalgia always or whatever. You know, with like especially for games that have been around forever, like a Zelda. Yeah. Um. And yeah. You, you know, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know it. You can't, and then of course there's always the risk of you are spending money on it, um, and you want to get your money's worth. And yeah, you could argue, like for a game, oh, I can always trade it in or whatever. But you're not getting your full money's worth yeah. back. Yeah. Um, and for a movie, if you go see a movie, you can't get that money back. You know, or time, or time back, <laughs> or brain cells sometimes. Dignity. Um, so, but, yeah, I think the best way to do it is try to go in as sort of objective as possible, neutral as possible, 
Don't look at reviews. You know, don't look at scores. Um, try to just try to take it as at face value as much as just possible. Try and enjoy the story. Like, try to really just enjoy the characters. Don't worry about where where is this gonna go and what's what's the twists gonna be and how. Just you know, just enjoy what's happening yeah. in front of you. Because I think the less we think about what is going to come and how it's going to be, whether it's expectations or how a movie plays out or how a game's going to play out, and that involves expectations, yeah. the more we just enjoy what's happening on the screen, I think it just, it's so much more art, really. Yeah. And I think that's why games like Overwatch or Doom do well is because you know what you're going to get. It's a, it's with Doom, it's a, I'm going to go to hell and blow a bunch of demons with sweet weapons. Overwatch is, it's a competitive experience and there's going to be, you know, game, like team compositions and it's yeah. going to be just mindless sort of Shoot, shooting people yeah. and, or whatever. Um, but yeah, with games more with, you know, more single-player experience games like Mass Effect or Zelda or No Man's Sky or whatever, what have you, like, games with more of a storyline with character development and stuff, which No Man's Sky really doesn't have, but, um, yeah, I think try to experience it as, like, someone... Worked hard on these characters. I don't think you need to do that. I, you, I disagree there. I, th- I think you do need to pay attention to just how the characters are. Yeah. You know? Don't think about what they should be or, or where they should go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But people did take time. To yeah, they did. And make them. When you're watching the There's credits. There's still story writing. When you're watching the credits, appreciate the writers. I can appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. 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 So... Hop on that hype train because that's just, we're human beings, so we're going to get excited about things we love. But also realize just if it's different than what you expected, maybe that's not such a bad thing. Yeah. Just slow slow the hype train down. Slow your roll. And, and stop at the station. Get out and look at the scenery. And if the train leaves without you, I don't know where this analogy's going. <laughs> <laughs> this analogy broke down real fast. <laughs> I don't know where it's going. Just enjoy. Just enjoy it. Take your time. Maybe don't get on the train, but still get excited on your hype walk. You yeah. Know? <laughs> hype walk. Hype hike. Your hype hike. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. That wood stout's going down deep. It was good. It was. Um, so, yeah. So, this would be sort of... We're, we're coming to a conclusion. Yeah. Um, we don't have any emails this week yeah, or anything we, on we Twitter. We want to read, read the emails here. Um... None. None. Uh, check the junk. None. Check the junk. No junk. Um, we ain't got no junk in our trunk. So, that means for you, listener, you could be our very first You could be email. our very first emailer. We will give you... A shout Nothing. Out. Yeah, yeah, we'll give you a shout out. <laughs> we'll say thanks. We'll read your question and be like, shout out. This was our first question. Yeah, thanks. Not your real name because we won't probably say that, but thanks half of your real name. Yeah. <laughs> And, and and congratulate you for being our first email. And taking the time to email us. And, we, and you know what? We probably will email back. We probably will, because I got nothing else to do. Yeah, well, no guarantees. But. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
If you want to email us, that is thebrothersgeek at yahoo.com. Follow us on the Twitter, Brothers Geek Pod. So that's just at Brothers Geek Pod. And the email again is thebrothersgeek at yahoo.com. Email us questions, email us comments, email us funny memes, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, post a sweet gif on our Twitter. I don't Didn't read. <laughs> Didn't read. Um, yeah, follow us. Yeah. And continue listening. Thank you all for joining us again for our second episode. We, are we rambled... In the direction of the topic this time, though. We did. We did. And I'd say mission success. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Thank you all for listening. This is Patrick signing off. And Chris. And we will catch you back next week. Next week. Sounds See good. ya. Bye.